It's the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, episode 21, and we're having fun. On today's podcast, it's an all ladies episode. We talk about Bosnian lung infections, seizures on a plane, and hidden hostile shower cameras. Cover up and let's go. And then the train got lost. How does the train get lost when it's on rails? I just want to get out there in the wild. Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been excellent. Good day, mateys. Episode 21 of the Not So Bon Voyage podcast. Still here. Whoop, whoop. Yep, yep. In Alberta. Yes, in Edmonton, Alberta. In Edmonton, Alberta. Our first episode from Edmonton. We are still in Canada, guys. We are still here. The we, cold hasn't driven us out yet. We are absolutely freezing our butts off right now because outside it is currently minus 25 degrees Celsius. Oh my goodness. Which is minus 13 Fahrenheit for all our Americans and whoever else celebrates the Fahrenheit. This is easily the coldest weather I've ever experienced. This is the coldest far. weather ever. I well, actually, not ever. I mean, I know it gets colder in life, but minus 25 degrees Celsius. And minus 13 Fahrenheit? Yes. I usually think that it is cold when it is about 45 degrees. I'm very cold at that. That's like my threshold. Like, I don't want to be out in anything less than 45 degrees. So to be minus 13, holy moly. It is crazy. You go outside and literally within a few minutes, if you don't have gloves on, the tips of your fingers start to fall hurt. Fall off. Yeah, they fall straight off. They're just out. They're like, I'm out. Peace. No, they, they feel like you've had your fingers jammed into a door. That's, That's how cold it is. Or jammed into a cabinet, which I actually did this evening. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I jammed my thumb in a cabinet. Well, maybe you should go outside, put your hands in the snow. And that'll make it feel even worse. Yeah. That sounds great. So we've moved on from uh, having to record podcasts in our van, like last week's episode. Although I think that went okay. I think that went okay. Yeah. Also, I'm Christine. Hi, I'm Jules. <laughs> Just in case we have some new listeners, it's always good to introduce ourselves. Oh, welcome. Well, you're on the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, yeah, guys. Yeah, didn't you know that? Uh, if you're listening, you're an officially a Voyager, whether you like it or not. Uh, even if you don't want to be a Voyager, tough luck. You, you are. You are on the ship with us. And if we go down, we all go down together. That's it. If you're still listening, you're definitely a Voyager. If you turn it off, you're still on anyway, so you might as well just keep listening. And you may even work your way up the ranks to become a first-class Voyager. Well, we have a couple of first-class Voyager stories today because today's a very special episode where we're actually telling a lot of stories that people have submitted, which yes, is going are. to be very fun. Yes, these are all listener submissions, so we're super excited to oh, tell. Mine, okay, I guess mine kind of is. Oh, okay, JK. A, yeah, I know. Actually, I just realized as I said that. Boo. I got the story from someone and I asked them. Oh. Yeah. Well, close enough. They're yeah. all from people Future that listener. are not like famous people. Yeah. Or maybe they're kind of famous. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know whose story I'm telling. I don't. I don't know anything. And that's the whole point of the podcast. I don't know the stories that Jules is going to tell, and Jules does not know the stories that I'm going to tell. That's it. So a very quick travel update from us. We have moved on from BC. We're now in Alberta, still in Canada, still doing our Winter Wonderland tour of Canada, still getting stuck in the ice. Canada, you've Canada. been beautiful. Woo. Still getting stuck in the ice. Uh, we had a very funny incident just before we pulled into our house here, which is what we're doing at the moment in Edmonton for two weeks, and as we pulled into the street of the house and we were trying to look up the exact address, we pulled off to the side and then we realized we rolled into basically an ice patch and could not get our van out. And so it was quite a debacle as we were out in the street 
in the dark at about 6.30 at night. But I tell you, Canadians, friendly, helpful. So nice. People came out of their houses with shovels to help us dig. Well, they didn't help us dig. We dig. But they gave us they gave shovels. Us shovel. They gave us a shovel to dig out of uh, our tyres. And then a guy actually next door offered to pull our car, our van, out of the ditch out of the ice ditch with his truck, which he did. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we would have been fucked. We would still be there. That that would be our home now. Spinning the wheels. But we did make it down the road to a house sit, and this is where we are for two weeks, chilling in Edmonton, doing a couple of things. Literally chilling. I don't think it's going to be cold this cold. Yeah. This is supposed to be the coldest day. Yes. So hopefully it just gets warmer from here. This is how cold it is. We went to the supermarket, which is around the corner, and first of all, we almost slipped on the ice because yeah. everything is icy. Watch Cri- out for that black ice, man. That's tricky. Christine watched me, and just as she was about to go watch, she goes, Ugh. I started laughing at Jules slipping, and then I literally slipped. Yeah. But other than that, everything's but good. But you were going to say, it's so cold that, it, this sounds like a joke. It's so cold. How cold is it? Well, it's so cold that once we got back into the van after grocery shopping, we bre- breathed out. You know breathed how you out. can go like, out. And yeah. see your breath. Yes. That we could see it inside of our vehicle. Did you ever do that on really cold days and pretend you were smoking? Yes. What a weird what a weird thing. That's just advertising getting into you. Kids are weird. I wonder if kids these days do that and pretend that they're vaping. I'm sure they do. They're like on a really cold day and, and they pretend they're vaping. And pretend to do like vape circles, vape yeah. rings. Vape tricks. Vape tricks. Oh god. Do you even vape, bro? Nah, bruh. Never this vaped. is not a vaping podcast. No, we are not sponsored by vaping. We are sponsored by the stories of when shit goes wrong on the road. Yes, we are. Yes, and they could be your stories. They could be our stories. They could be stories we've found, but they're definitely not your stories today unless you are one of the people that we've chosen. Yeah. Because we've got four great stories today, and we're going to jump straight into them. Christine, ladies first. I would love you to go first today. Okay, great. I Let's do this. So this story is uh, it reminds me of a couple episodes ago, two reminds episodes. Reminds me of a girl An episode that I once listened to. Uh, two episodes ago, we told our sickness abroad stories. Episode 19. And Jules told a story about eating street-side seafood, and it did not go so well. It did not go very well. El Salvador street fried fish stand. Mm. Not so good. Not so good. Not so good for the tum-dum. So, or the bum bum. Or the bum bum. Neither one. Yeah. So Mostly this... the bum bum, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> okay. If you didn't listen to the episode, bum bum for sure. Bum bum for sure. You've got to go back and listen to the episode. It's pretty funny. So this is a story from a listener named Kate. Her Instagram handle is K8LIAN. What up, Kate? I'm guessing that her full name is Caitlin. 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 Kate Leon. Mm. Never heard that name I before. No. Well, she said her name's Kate, so we're going to oh. go with that. Well, yeah, usually that's the best way to go with someone's name. Uh, let me guess what your name is. No, it's just Kate. Mm, I don't mm, know. I'm going to call you Kate Leon. Yeah, Kate Leon. Okay. Thank so. you, Kate Leon. You are now a first class voyager. Yes, thank you for submitting your story. So Kate was on a girls' trip with her best friend. They went I fucking to. Fucking love this story already. Girls on tour. Woo! So in Canada. Woo! They were actually in Vietnam. So they were a lot warmer than we were, yes. than we currently are. They went to a place called Moe Ne. Oh, this is fun, yeah. I looked up the pronunciation. I'm 
probably still pronouncing it wrong. Mui Ne. Mui Ne. Mui Ne. M I U and then N E. So apparently it's on the beach. There's lots of beaches. Vietnam. It's like super pretty. We haven't really spent that much time in Vietnam, but no, mostly the cities are not long. Yeah, people really like it. So at one point they decide to get some street side seafood. Oh, they each have a lobster. Great choice. Southeast Asia prices. You can eat an entire lobster and not known, have to pay your monthly rent. Known for its lobsters as well, Vietnam. Is, are they? No, I don't oh, know. Okay. I mean, they probably are known for their seafood. They're like really have a lot of coastline. They're on the coast. They're on the coast. So you would think maybe you know some seafood's a pretty safe bet, but. Street side seafood is probably almost always a bad idea. Yeah, I, you know, just going off my experience in El Salvador, I'd say yes. You don't know how long it's been sitting out there. That's yeah. the problem. Well, we've eat. I mean, in saying that, we ate street, we ate beachside seafood in Mexico only last a few months ago. That's true, and we did it in Bali a lot. Prawns on the stick. Prawns yeah. on the stick. Yeah, that that looked like it had been out forever. Well, it was warm, and you know that it definitely wasn't warm because it had just come off the oven. You know it was warm because it had been walking around with it on the beach on a stick, holding it up to the sun in the air. Waving it around. Waving it around like you just don't care. That's pretty much what the shrimp guy was doing. So this was also a bad idea for poor Kate. A few hours later, she was at the toilet. She said she's had food poisoning before, but it never when it was coming out of both ends. Whoa, that, that's called the double combo. It is the double whammy. Nobody wants that. It's, it's a whole situation. What's we don't your, need to get into specifics. I feel like that but, needs, a, uh, it needs a name, like the leaking bucket or like... Oh, God, that's so graphic. Yeah. That's too graphic for me. Okay. I'm too squeamish for that kind of we name. need We need a name. If you can think of a name... Shout it out. Well, I had an idea uh, called the Brown Crown for the best poop stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's mo- a good award just name. sit on that for a while. Okay, I'll sit on that one. I'll think about that one. So she is really struggling. She's got it coming out of both ends. Eventually, her friend uh, finds out where the nearest clinic is, and she takes her over. So the funny part of the story is that the food poisoning actually gave her chills, which is interesting because usually it makes me like sweaty. And now you've got the chills. And now you've got the chills. Crack an egg and on your head. head. Let the yolk run down. Sit on the toilet. Let the poo explode oh, out. Oh, my God. And now you've got the chills. You really got to just take it that <laughs> far, don't you? So she's shivering cold. So she's walking to the clinic in her coat and Ugg boots. In Vietnam. In Vietnam. That would be hilarious. Okay, if you've never been to Southeast Asia, it is freaking hot. She thinks it was probably like and a... And humid. And humid. So she thinks it was probably a 35-degree-ish day, which is like not... It's about 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's about 60 degrees hotter than we are now. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty warm, but also it's so humid. No, 35 is hot. Okay, you sorry. It's very hot. 35 is like in the 90s. I feel like it's been so long since I've been in warm weather that I can't remember. No, 35 is hot. Okay, it's 95 degrees Fahrenheit, so that's hot. I mean, to to be wearing a coat and Ugg boots, and it's so humid Straight in Southeast up Asia. chilling. So everyone on the street is in, like, tank tops and shorts, and she's walking around like some junkie. Like, let's be real, that's probably what it looks like, looking <laughs> for a fix. She's just, like, shivering. Why would shivering. she look like a junkie? Because, you know, they're, like, when they're with, doing withdrawals, they're, like, shivering and really uh, cold. Okay. They're, like, always cold. <laughs> That's what I know Get from movies. Get me to the closest opium den stat. <laughs> Pretty much. But I'm not alluding to that. She was just had food poisoning. So she's in her coat. She's in her Ugg boots. Everyone's staring at her. 
luckily she gets to the doctor's office. They cannot figure out why she's so cold. They think that's pretty bizarre. But she gets an IV drip and she's feeling a lot better. And she said that in the end, she felt lucky that she didn't shit herself on the way to the clinic. So I said, way to look on the bright side, Kate. That would have really uh, made her look quite homeless. Yeah, that would have been a whole other situation, especially yeah. the, on the Ugg boots. Mm. Those are expensive. Yeah. You don't want to ruin Uggs. those. Yeah, if they're real. Okay, yeah. are you calling out my fake Uggs that I have? No, Drive I'm not saying anything. Sounds like you are. I'm not saying anything. Ugg boots are really expensive. Hey, you don't need to buy them. I know. I have the Uggs. Fake Uggs. So thank you, Kate, for sharing your shitty story. Oh. We appreciate your honesty. I should have asked if I can share this and say her name. Just kidding. I, already yeah. <laughs> I, like, I asked her. She said it was cool. Sorry, Kate. We've uh, already, you know. We've I mean, blown up your spot already. Yeah. I mean, you can. We could beep out the name. Beep. Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. So you are a first-class voyager. Thank you so much, Kate. Welcome. Well, speaking of first-class voyagers, I've actually got a story from a first-class voyager. Uh, it's Hannah Logan from Eat, Sleep, Breathe, Travel, and she's just been she's just been raking in the stories. Raking she's, them yeah, in. She's got another great one today. You might remember her story uh, back from Hostel Horrors Part 1, which is Episode 10. It's a hilarious story about a crowded hostel dorm, a very risque couple, and a whole lot of poop. That <laughs> Funny. was one of my favorite stories we've told on the was, podcast. I think it might have been in Vietnam. It was, actually. Oh, I wonder if did, they were at all related. Who knows? Maybe. You never know. Yes, that was a very great story. And in honor of Hannah Logan from Eat, Sleep, Breathe, Travel, this is a great story that I'm calling Eat, Sleep, Can Barely Breathe, Travel. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so this story goes back to 2015, and Hannah was cruising through the Balkans for a few weeks before heading to a friend's wedding in Ireland. Christine, quick geography test. Do you know what the Balkans are? You know that I don't know geography at all, and I literally studied global studies, and I travel nonstop. Do you, just take a guess at a few countries. Um, Albania? Okay, I haven't got that on the list. I think it is. Though. Is it? <laughs> it's so. like near, like the like Croatia? Yes. Oh, my God. I am a geography genius. Yes, Slovenia, Croatia, Romania, Bulgaria, Bosnia, Herzegovina, and you know various countries around that area. Uh-huh. Not to be mistaken with the Baltics. The, oh, yes. Which is Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. And we made that mistake when we were in Estonia back uh, a few years ago. And we started saying that, oh, we're so glad to be here. And we were working with Visit Estonia. And we said, we're in the Balkans. And they said, they just had to message us side on the side and go, oh, just so you know, it's actually the Baltics. Yeah. So Oops, I've always see. remembered Sorry, what that difference is. Anyway, so Hannah is in the city of Mostar, which is in the south of Bosnia and Herzegovina. And Hannah decides to check into a hostel. Now, Mostar is stunning. Well, I've never been, but the pictures look pretty nice. Mm. It's one of those old sort of old school European cities, cobblestone streets. It's got some medieval looking bridge over river. Very nice. It sounds lovely. It sounds very lovely. But Mostar, at the time at least, lacked any decent hostels or at least not one that Hannah stayed at. So she's checked herself into a hostel that looked pretty dirty, uh, pretty grimy were her words. But she said it had looked like it had some cool guests, and she figures it's only there for a couple of nights. She just needs a uh, place to crash, so it will do. Okay. Famous last travel words. Yes. It'll do. That'll do. Ah, uh, that street lobster. Eh, it'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. So the hostel is not only dirty, but it's also got this big black mold spot on the wall in her room. Oh, and black staying, mold? Yeah. Mm, stay away from that. Mm. After staying at the hostel for a couple of days... 
Hannah starts to develop this wheezy kind of cough, <gasps> and she has trouble breathing. Wheezy. So she thinks it might be asthma, so she gives her puff for a little crack, but nothing works. Huh. So next she heads to a pharmacy and she gets some undisclosed pills. Of course, classic but they, travel story. Yes, but they don't seem to make it better. She uh, actually gets worse. And that, and then I had that. I had a little note on the side. How many times do you think that we've been to a pharmacy and just received pills that are just mystery pills? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That, yeah. They're like, it, here, take this. And also they just cut them off a sleeve of tablets. Yes. And they don't actually they don't give you a box, there's no instructions. Yeah. You don't know what it is. You yeah. just like I have a cold or I remember being in in South America explaining symptoms of a cold. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, me duele cabeza, like I've got a sore head or a stomach. Uh-huh. And they're just like, "Yep, take this." Yeah. And you're like, "Okay." And then it, if you go to a pharmacy in the states, you have to like do the consultation, you have to get it prescribed, and then when you pick it up, they're like, "Would you like to speak with a pharmacist? Do you know how to take this? Let me show it to you." And it's like, I've been taking this since I was a sophomore in college, so yeah, I get you, it. And when you go to Bulgaria or Bosnia or Indonesia or Thailand. They pretty much just throw it out the window. There's some 14-year-old kid who serves you and just goes, take two of these and call me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, sorry, how old are you? And he's like, ah, forget about it. And he's there just, forget about it. And he's, and he's smoking smoke, a cigar. He's smoking a cigar inside the pharmacy. He's and like, he's, how old are you, kid? Don't worry about it. And he's got his feet up on the glass yeah. and he's got a paper open. He's like, don't bother me now. I'm reading oh, the papers. That's like, oh, my God, I wish I had a photo of this. This reminded me very quickly when we were in Mexico last year. My mum said she went to a pharmacy and she saw the pharmacist drinking a beer behind the counter. That's amazing. That is one of the funniest stories ever. I wish I had a photo of that. Okay. So back to Hannah's story. So she's taken her mystery pills. So Hannah continues to have difficulty breathing, even doing simple activities like walking up steps or she gets very out of breath. And she says it feels like she had a rock resting on her chest. That's terrifying. Sounds terrible. So a week goes by and Hannah is still taking her mystery pills and she makes it across the pond to Ireland for the wedding. And she's actually staying, I think she, she said she's staying at the house of the guy who's getting married. So I'm assuming they're, they're pretty good mates. And she's staying with him, and within a few hours, he's just like, I'm calling the doctor, and he books Hannah an appointment to go see the doctor the next day. That's good. Which is funny because it made me think, like, how many times when you're, tra- when you're traveling, you don't think about going to the doctors if you're sick? Yeah. You're just like, eh. Yeah. Seems like a hassle. I don't really think about that at home either. I don't really go to the doctor when I'm sick. Is that you're supposed to do that? I don't know. I mean, I have before, like, you know, in Cuba, obviously. When you had dengue. When I had dengue. I think that's like the only time. Oh, and when we were really sick in Pisco and Peru. Mm. And when we had parasites in Mexico. And when we had parasites in Mexico. I say I'd go to the doctor way more outside of the United States than inside the United States. That's very true. All right. So after seeing the doctor the next day and she gets a few tests done, the doctor's like, "Mm, pretty sure you have a lung infection. (gasps) Fun. Scary. She gets prescribed nine different antibiotics and she heads off to the hospital. Nine? Nine. Jesus. She said one of them was this huge tablet that she called the horse tranquilizer because it looked like it was just this big oh. tablet she had to take. Oh, my God. So she's, got, she's basically looking like a pill popper. Are she they got, just guessing what was wrong with her and they're like, take all of these? Um, no idea. That seems crazy. She heads off to the hospital for some x-rays. I think she said the x-rays don't really show much, but she basically has to continue taking these antibiotics for the next 10 days. Jeez Louise. So she's, she's, she's drugged up. So the wedding comes around, and Hannah was actually supposed to read a passage 
at the wedding. But I'm assuming she's she politely declines it yeah. because I'm assuming she's wheezy. She you doesn't know. want to be up there wheezing she's her way like, through it. Love, uh, Corinthians. <laughs> what is it? Corinthians. Love is uh, a wonderful thing. <laughs> I don't think that's Corinthians. <laughs> I don't know. Love is patient. Love is kind. Is that Corinthians? Da, 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 da. I don't. I. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I'm not a good person to ask about the Bible or First geography. Stop fucking bitch in the clicky claim. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. From the Reverend Tupac. All right. So the, so she passes on uh, reading the passage. Fair enough. But not before she gets a shout out from the priest who knew that she was supposed to read the passage and calls her out as the Canadian girl who got a lung infection in Bosnia. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's hilarious. Hannah says that she was a bit embarrassed at the time but notes that the priest also gave her a good shout out by saying she's single and I know there are some Irish lads here who would like to try to convince her to stay in Ireland. Woo, go Hannah. So the plus side is that she said she didn't have to pay for a single drink. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and drinking on antibiotics is actually recommended, I believe. So Really? Yeah. I've heard that. Yes, absolutely. Actually, you know what? For the longest time, I heard that drinking, well, they say that drinking on antibiotics like weakens the effect. Effect, effect, the end, yeah. effect, effect, oh God, what is that word? Effectiveness, efficacy. Okay, I've never heard that word before. That's a real word. It affects the efficacy of the pills, but I've looked it up and that is not true. WebMD. This is a medical podcast. This is a medical podcast. We have our doctorates in medical sciences. There you go. So uh, that was the end of Hannah's story. She is recovered now because she's still alive. I hope so. <laughs> she's like, oh, I still got this infection. Yeah, no you, know, you know, it's been around for five years, but there you go. So thank you very much, Hannah, from Eat Sleep. Can now breathe again, travel. And uh, we'll link, obviously, to all the people that we mentioned today in the episode notes and on the website so you can go check out their travels. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> Good idea? I had to blow my nose. Okay. All right chugging away or flying or zooming away, whatever vehicle that you're in, whatever way you're consuming this podcast on this beautiful whatever day it is you're listening to it, we are halfway through the journey. Or maybe it's not such a beautiful day. Yeah, we maybe having know. a terrible day. Maybe you're having a not-so-bon-voyage and you need to tell us about it. Yes, notsobonvoyage.com slash submit. Yes. And you can send in your story just like these other fine ladies have today and you can get all the glory of having your story read and told by Christine and I on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Plus, you can be a first-class Voyager. Yes. Plus, with you can brag with all the perks that are coming. They're coming. They're we're, coming. We're, we're working on them behind the scenes, you guys. They're coming. It's so cold. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to be really productive in the cold. Yeah. And also in the heat. It pretty much has to be the perfect temperature for me to be able to do anything. Yeah. But that is kind of true. I mean, if you're in the extremes, if you're in 40-degree heat, it's like, oh, it's so hot. Too hot. But if you're in minus 25, Too also cold. very cold. Goldilocks. We need to Goldilocks this time slot. Yeah, we need to get it like perfect temperature. Yep. All right, is it perfect to read your next story? It can be. I can make it, I can make it work. I can make it work. Oh, thanks, Christine. So this is another listener submission from a listener named Audrey. Hello, Audrey. Shout out, Audrey. Thank you for submitting. She actually submitted a couple stories Two, they're both hilarious, but I'm only going to tell one now, and I'm going to save another Ooh, one. for another time. For another time. So Audrey is, her Instagram handle is at Audrey with HB Travel Agency. So thank you very much, Audrey, for sending this in. So this is back in 2006. Audrey is on the plane 
traveling to San Francisco with her husband for their honeymoon. Oh. Great destination choice. Great choice. San Francisco, beautiful things to do, such, such as Christine. Such a cool city, such as you can go to the Golden Gate Bridge. You ever heard of it? It's pretty cool. It's not golden. It is orange. Uh, it's red. It's a bit rusty. Like yeah. a, you it's think like it's a red? Ru- yeah. What do you, I feel like it's you think? Orange. It's orange. Yeah, orange. Orange. You gonna go see the Golden Gate Bridge? Is this one of those uh, those oh, those things that you look at? And the you're blue like, and white dress, or blue yeah. and gold, or gold? I would or say something. it's a rusty red. It's a bit of a rusty. But let's continue. Red. It's still beautiful. Um, there's lots of hiking. It's just a great place to go for your honeymoon. Very romantic, I think. Yes. So she's on the plane. She falls asleep on the plane. More power to you if you can fall asleep on a plane. Can't do it. Too big. Amazing. I can do it. And it is amazing. Can do it with a little help. I once fell asleep and then woke up as we were landing. And that is the greatest gift I have ever received from the universe. (laughs) So I only hope to replicate that someday. That is, if you can do that, that it's super impressive because I am too tall for those economy seats. Uh-huh. And we're not business class travelers. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Mm. And so I always find it very difficult to be crammed up into those seats, and I have a very hard time sleeping. Okay. Can I continue my story? Yeah, You're go on. Continue. Do I need to do the world's tiniest violin, Crimea River situation? No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I know you're tall. And Jules lets me lean on him and fall asleep on him. So yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you just keep going. <laughs> keep it up. Keep it up, Williams. Okay, so she falls asleep on the plane, and she wakes up to see everyone on the plane staring at her, including the flight attendants. Apparently. Oh, amazing. Amazing. No, not so good. That would be terrifying. Apparently, she's had a seizure in her sleep. Oh. Did you know that was a thing? No, that Me sounds neither. terrifying. <gasps> so scary to have a seizure in your sleep. Very scary. So she was just reeling from the embarrassment of having a seizure in front of a plane load of people when she has another seizure. Oh, damn. I also didn't know that they could strike twice. I thought it was a lightning <laughs> it was like, situation. It was a lightning type deal. Yeah, I didn't know. What if know. you were the passenger next to her? You would shit yourself. I know. Well, luckily she had her husband. Oh, true. Okay. But what if you were just there and someone had a seizure next to you on a plane I would just be like, oh, this person's dying. Yeah, because <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily know if it was a seizure or a stroke. Or... I don't think I've ever seen somebody have a seizure. I have. I was in a freshman year lecture, and somebody shouted, she's having a seizure, and there was someone having a seizure. No, no, they said she's having a Caesar. She, she'll have the Caesar <laughs> she, salad. They, she was eating a delicious salad. No, she was having a seizure. It was crazy, and then she was okay and then she walked out really slowly with the help of other people Hmm. so i don't know that much about seizures but they don't sound fun no and uh i imagine it would be pretty embarrassing to have a seizure in front of a plane load of people and then have another one yes so poor audrey so when the plane lands the airport arranges a wheelchair to take her off the plane unfortunately the airport attendant who is pushing her wheelchair was very scrawny This is her words. And he can't get her up the ramp. Okay. (laughs) Her husband has to help him push the wheelchair up the ramp. So she's feeling like double embarrassed by this point. She's not overweight, but, you know, it doesn't feel good to have need two grown men to push you up a ramp Next on a wheelchair. Next those one of those carts that comes out on the NFL when a player gets injured and they sit in and me, Yeah, meep, pretty meep. much. Don't they have those in airports? I think they do, yeah. Yeah. Well, they should have brought that. Yeah, exactly. But they got her to the baggage claim, 
And just when she thinks she could not be any more embarrassed, she stands up out of the chair to get her bags. And a lady comes up to her and tells her that her skirt is tucked into her thong and her ass is showing. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine how much embarrassment you would be feeling at Fake this point? Fake another seizure, fall back into the chair and just say, whisper to the husband, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, take me home. Take me through the Find security. the next plane, going back, we're turning this bitch around. Yeah. Pretty much, that's how I would feel about that. After all that, they go to the ER, they perform a CAT scan, and they give her Valium and send her on her way. Audrey says she can't remember much after that, but apparently they went to dinner, which she doesn't remember at all. She remembers walking in downtown San Francisco high on Valium, and her husband's carrying her bags, and she is like barely managing She's to follow like behind him. She's like floating on the clouds. That must have been Ooh. a shit ton of Valium. It must have been a shit ton. Yeah. Does I mean, he although, get seizures? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Okay. Because it wasn't like, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it, she didn't make it seem like it was a random seizure. That would be even scarier. Very scary. But I guess you do probably have to go to the ER just in case there's any damage or anything, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So she's high on Valium. Although, you know, I've taken Valium and just half a Valium can make you pretty loopy. Yeah. So I don't know how much volume they give you for a seizure, but... Probably a good amount. In San Francisco, too, you'd be like, what's happening? You should have taken her through the Castro <laughs> high on volume. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. That's the gay district in San Francisco. If you it's very colorful. don't know, it's awesome. You should go. It's really fun. So she is, you know, trailing behind her husband, and they get her to the hotel, and that was the start of her honeymoon. Wow, that is a crazy way to start. Hopefully she had more luck after that. I hope so. I would probably just stay in my hotel room the whole time after that. No, nah, everything's a win after that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's pretty much the low point of, yeah. of your honeymoon. You're like, well, it can only get better from here. Yeah, exactly. I thought when you said that she woke up and everyone was staring at her, I thought you were going to say something about like she had a night terror or you know, or no, that's sleep me. talking. I know. <laughs> Well, that's why I started laughing because I started thinking, this is probably one of my funniest, the funniest stories of Christine's sleep talking. And it always cracks me up when she tells it. So if we, I don't know if we've talked about it. I think we have talked about it here and there, but Christine is a sleep talker. She's also a sleep walker and just whatever else you can do when you're sleeping. Many, many things. Christine will do it. She particularly does it when we're in a new environment. Yep. And she feels a bit unsettled. And night terror. Night terror. It's led to some very interesting uh, things that have happened in hostels and things like that. But one of my favorite ones is your story about you being on the plane coming over to Australia. Yes. So I was on the plane coming over to Australia, a very long flight. I think it probably was the Honolulu to Melbourne flight. And I. It's like 11 hours. Jules wasn't with me. I was flying by myself. I had the window seat and I woke up. I fell asleep and I woke up to well, who myself. Was next to you? Uh, there was a young Asian woman next to me. Uh, I woke up mid sentence. I was speaking in my <laughs> sleep and I woke up to myself speaking. And I was trying very hard to explain something to this young woman next to me something about um, physics and kittens. I don't know exactly <laughs> what I was saying, but I was trying really hard. And she was like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. And I was like, oh, never mind. Don't worry about it. And I was being such a bitch. And she was like, what, like, what is this girl talking about? And I was just like getting so frustrated with her. And, I wo- and it was so embarrassing. 
because I didn't talk to her again the whole flight, and she left her seat for about 20 minutes and didn't come back for a long time. And uh, and then when I came back, I had my headphones in. I was watching a movie. And I, I just never explained anything I just to her. love the fact that you woke up saying to her, just don't worry. And yeah. she's like, I'm sorry. I just don't understand. Yeah, she was being really sweet, and I was just like, ugh. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it then. So you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. She has uh, the other side of the story, which I'm sure she's told her friends and family about the crazy lady sitting next to her on the plane talking about kittens and physics and getting frustrated. And telling her she wouldn't understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fun times. I have a lot of uh, night uh, – I have a lot of sleepwalking stories. They will come out – they will unfold. They will come out as the night – is upon us. Yes, the night falls. <laughs> oh, great. I'm just, I'm just imagining how I'm going to sleep tonight now. I've gotten a lot better. You have gotten better. Yeah. All righty. Last story of episode 21, because we've got to edit this bitch and get her out. Yeah, let's do this. We've got to do it. This story is called I Can See You. Oh, okay. That can mean story, anything. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm just going to get this super vague. <laughs> this story doesn't come from a listener, but she could be a listener now. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a story that I saw in a Facebook group. Okay. And it was very long and very detailed. And I reached out to this girl and I was like, hey, can I tell your story in the podcast? And she was like, sure. So I was like, fantastic. So I used a lot of the posts for that. And her name is Sophia. That is with a Y, S-O-F-Y-A. And her last name, I very much apologize, Sophia. Her last name is Voz Kresenskaya. Okay. Okay. Voskresenskaya. There's a 100% chance you are not pronouncing that right. Yeah, I just got a feeling that I just haven't pulled that one off. So thanks, Sophia, uh, for letting me use your story. And this is a great one. Here we go. Sophia is staying at a hospital. Oh, actually, I should note, this actually happened like last week. Oh, that's why. So she I po- love recent. Yeah, so she posted about it two or three days ago. And she said it happened a couple of days ago. So this happened within the week. That's why I thought it was really topical. I was like, bang, let me tell this story. Mm, mm, mm. Boom, bada bing, bada yeah, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sevilla is staying at a hostel in Vientiane, which is the capital city of Laos. And she's exploring Laos and all the beautiful things that the capital has to offer. Uh, this part I'm actually making up because she doesn't really say, but I'm assuming she is. I mean, what else would you be doing? She'd be out exploring. Out and about. She's backpacking. She's hanging out in Southeast Asia. She's doing her thing. After a big day of exploring... I think, once again. It doesn't really matter. Conjecture. Yeah, it's all conjecture. It doesn't really matter what she was doing before the day. This story happens in the hostel. uh, And then, so I'm just going to say she had a great day exploring. She had a really positive day. I like it. So she heads back to the hostel and she jumps in the shower. Thinking she was the only one in the shower, she was pretty shocked when she looked up and she saw a phone poking over the wall (gasps) while she was showering away. What the fuck? So there is a gap between the ceiling and the wall. So you know how sometimes those showers, there's like a tall roof, but they only put the walls up to a certain height. Yes. And then, you know, so you can hear people in the other shower, you hear people in the other bathroom. It's not a a wall, it's not a floor-to-ceiling wall. So there's a gap. So she's showering away. And she looks up and she sees that there's a phone just poking above the wall. So she notices a phone and she she's like yells out and she's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. So she starts yelling at the, at the person behind the wall and she runs out of the shower. and Oh, sorry, sorry. She yells at the person and then she hears him run out of the shower and then down to the reception. <gasps> After wrapping herself up, Sophia heads down to the reception 
followed by some other people in the hostel that she told, like, as she was, like, coming out of the bath. So she's, like, you know, wrapped the towel around herself, ran into, like, the, the she's room. She's collected a little posse along the way. Yeah, she's, like, wrapped the towel around herself, ran into the room, asked, like, did anyone see anybody run in here? And everyone's, like, no. So she's, like, hey, this is what happened. So they're, like, all right, I'll come down. So they run down to reception, and she says that there was an Aussie guy who jumped into action, naturally. Aussies Love it, very, Aussies. Uh, yep. And they head down – so he heads down with her to the reception to lend a hand with this sicko. So they get to reception and they see there's a guy sitting there in his towel on a phone. <gasps> so she said she's not 100% sure if it's a guy at stage, but she thinks she recognizes the phone and she finds out that this guy just came down from the shower area. So she's like, this is the person who did it. Right. But he's pretending like it's not him. But Sophia is talking to the staff and she, they're trying to get the staff to do something about it. Uh-huh. So she's like, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. That's so whack. Yeah. Um, and so she's saying, you know, maybe they can check his phone, like make him check his phone or they can check the cameras. There was a camera, I guess, just outside the shower area. Uh-huh. So like check the camera or call the police and the reception. You know, sometimes hostile reception staff, they're like, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know what's going on. They're not well trained. Yeah. They're making like. Three dollars an yeah, hour. Yeah, so this person's like, oh, I don't know how to do that, and so it takes a lot of convincing. And the people at the hostel aren't sure what to do. But after an hour, they kind of like get it, and the hostel tries to call the police, but there's no reply. And so they're kind of holding this guy up. There's no reply they're from the to, police. They're trying to call the police number. Is it's, it a busy signal? I think it's yeah. Beep beep. <laughs> the guy's just on the phone. Someone's busy. using it for dial-up internet. Yeah. <laughs> So I think this is happening late at night um, okay. and then apparently one of the stations is closed. I don't know. But they're trying to hold this guy up, basically not like they're trying to interrogate him, ask him like, what the fuck are you doing? This guy's denying. No one can just grab the phone from him? Well, I guess, I don't know, they're not being confrontational like, mm. you know, with him. They're just trying to find out what's going on and they finally get through to the police and they're told like they need to go down to the police station to make a statement. But this guy's in the lobby Mm-hmm. And he starts to pack up his stuff and he's trying to make an exit. Is he still in his towel? <laughs> I don't know. There are photos. There's actually a video. Oh, there's, oh, really? Yeah, there's a video. She actually got her phone out and recorded. Wow. Like her being down in the reception talking to this guy. Smart. So, Always record. Yeah. So this guy's now playing the part of an angry and disgruntled guest. So he's like, I'm a, I want my money back. Like I'm being harassed. And, you know, he tries to get onto his scooter. So it's one of those hostels that has you park inside the hostel, and then they kind of close it off at night or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. So he's trying to get to his scooter, to his little bike, and he wants to leave. And there's this kind of commotion where the Aussie guy's holding the bike back and they won't let him bail, and then he goes to grab it and she grabs him, and, you know, everything's sort of happening, and this guy's basically trying to get out. And the staff lock him in, and he's threatening to break the glass and get out, and then he manages to yank a door open, but he can't get his bike out. Because he wants to, he wants to piss off out of there as quickly as he can. Yeah. He drops his keys, and one of the staff members picks it up. So he hasn't got his bike, and they're like, "We're not giving you the bike." Yeah. So now he's like, "Fuck this! I got no bike." But he's always thinking, "I got to get out." Yeah. So he heads off on foot. Oh my god! And he's god. yelling and he's shouting at everyone, and they follow him and they ask him down the street and they ask him, "Well, if he's running, you know, yeah, doesn't look very good. He's he's trying to deny it. Why is he running away?" So after walking away from the hostel, I guess it sounds like they're following him down the street and trying to keep an eye on him or something like that. But two local guys show up on bikes, like, I mean, scooters, you know, when mm-hmm. I said bikes. 
And they, it sounds, I don't know how they do it, but it sounds like they grab him and basically force him to go to the police station. Oh. So this guy is fucked now. So these two, I think these, they, she said that maybe these people were friends of the hostel staff. Okay. So these two Loatian guys show up on bikes and just like, nah, not going to have any of, any of that. Yeah. So they take this guy to the police station and they search his belongings and they find three phones in there. Oh. <gasps> That's, so, anybody who has more than one phone is very sketchy. Well, also, maybe he stole them because mm. they're all, like, really nice phones. Mm. After searching the phones, they find two videos on one phone of people in the shower. <gasps> and on one of the other phones, they find another longer video. It's, like, longer than four minutes of someone else in the shower. <gasps> and he must have scrubbed what was on the other phones, like, when he was in the reception or something like that. But basically, he got caught with a whole bunch of videos of people, of girls, I'm assuming, uh, in the shower. Sketchy motherfucker. Yes. Wow. So after signing some docs, Sophia is assured that this guy's going to be punished and that their citizen arrest will pay off for stopping the creep. But Good. There you go. That's so scary. Oh, my God. Because imagine if you didn't look up, you didn't notice. You ever thought about people filming you while you're in a hostel? Um, No, I haven't. But I have sometimes thought about like being in a bathroom. You know, somebody put a hidden camera somewhere. You hear about those stories sometimes about people. You hear who, about it. Probably doesn't happen very rooms. often. Yeah. But I think you'd be pretty ballsy to do that. Yeah, you'd have to be pretty ballsy. Mm. Hopefully that doesn't happen very often because that is such a violation of privacy. Oh, uh, yeah. That is terrifying. I don't think I'd ever be able to go into a shower again and not like look around. Search. For a you start. You carry. You travel on one of those things that searches for like bugs and yeah. like hidden cameras. Beep. Totally. You've got like a detective kit. You've got like your magnifying glass and whatnot. What a sicko. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky that they stopped him. Yes. Wonder, thank God. I wonder what would happen to this guy though. Like, realistically. Probably not that much, unfortunately. Yeah. You would like to think so, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I got no idea what the police in Laos, you know, how they operate. Yeah. But I do know from experience that in a lot of countries around the world, uh, local police are sometimes easily bought off. Mm. But I'm not, I'm not making any assumptions. He does have a couple cell phones to trade. He does. <laughs> He'd be like... <laughs> How about if I give you three phones, you uh, let, let me, me go. out of here? Wow, that's a crazy story. Good for Sophia for not letting up. I know. She's a bit of a badass. Yeah, that's she, awesome. Yeah, in the video, she's like up in his face. Like, I'll show you the video afterwards. I'll put a link to it. Um, actually, how will I do that? Because it's in a Facebook group. Mm. Uh, uh, you just have to believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, crazy. it's a good – I'll put a link to the we'll group. We'll see if it's public. We'll see if it's public, yeah. If it's public, I'll put a link to it so you can watch the video. It is funny. She's just like up in his grill, like going to town on him. Wow. And this guy was like, oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, good for you, Sophia. Way to be a kick-ass woman traveler. Yes. Badass. Badass. Uh, so that's it. That's it. That's, the, that's, that's all the we wrote. Yeah. It's a little shorter today. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we're just experimenting, you know, longer podcasts, shorter podcasts, what works better, what do you like? We know one of our weekly, one of our best listeners all the way across in Australia, Amy, she says she likes longer format. Mm. So Amy. Shout out to Amy. Shout out to Amy. This podcast is uh, unfortunately shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not the one, but we, we you know, we're just, we're just rolling with the punches. 
Yeah, we're just trying things out. So let us know. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget, if you want to submit your story, go to notsobonvoyage.com slash submit. Submit. That's it. You just heard three listener Voyager submissions today. And you could have your story shared on the podcast in a week or in two weeks or, you know, at some point. Mm-hmm. If it's good enough. It was also a ladies podcast today. It was a ladies, ladies podcast. Ladies in the house. Woo, ladies. Woo. We had a sick lady. We had a lady who was filmed in the shower. We had seizuring a lady. seizuring lady. And what was the other one? I've already forgotten. We had two sick ladies. We had two sick ladies. Yeah. That's right. Well, more power to you. Yep. More power to you, ladies. There's a lot more female travelers these days. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely become more common. Unless back, taboo. Remember back in the day, I mean, I guess I, I don't know because I'm, I was a solo male, but I know that the sentiment back in the day was about solo female travelers was that it was so dangerous. And yeah, so, totally. I mean, you would know, like you, when you went off on your first trip, what, 12 years ago or something like that, mm-hmm. everybody was worried about you. And Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, a young, twenty early 20s American girl goes to Mexico, one-way ticket by herself. Eats a lot of tacos, has a great time, comes home. Yeah, my poor mom. I had been in good contact with her until about maybe a month into my trip. And then I said, oh, I met four boys and I'm going to go on a road trip with them through southern Mexico. And then she didn't hear from me for a week. Oh, God. My Knowing poor your mom, mother. Oh she my God. would have been stressing. Sorry, Mom. That's not a very nice position to be put in. But I survived and all's good. There you go. There you go. All right, guys, we are going to wrap up episode 21 at the moment because it is so cold in Edmonton that the only thing that we can do is cuddle up on the couch. Sit by the fire. Sit by the fire. So we're out of here, guys. Remember, story submissions, notsobumpfires.com slash submit, and you will become famous on the podcast. It's a fact. It is a fact. It's the fact. It is the fact of the week. Um, Next week, it might not be a fact, so you just got to take it while you can. Yeah. Righty, guys. Make sure that you're safe out there, and if you're not, make sure you tell us about it. Peace. Bye, bitches.